0: WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM.
1: Brought to you by Special Light in Decatur and Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. President Biden is expected to talk about computer chips when he returns to Michigan next week. The president is expected to visit chipmaker SK Siltron in Bay City on Tuesday. Guidehouse Insights Analyst Sam Obulsamid says this facility makes the kinds of chips that are used in electric vehicles. It
0: definitely uh, lets him uh, talk about the benefits of the CHIPS Act in supporting uh, investments like this, uh, as well as investments in the, the larger auto industry as a whole and the shift to electrification.
1: The president last visited Michigan in September when he toured the auto show in Detroit. A court transcription problem with a 2018 immigration court proceeding is causing more trouble for Ibrahim Parlak. The Berrien County restaurant owner has been fighting to avoid deportation to his native Turkey for decades, and it seemed like he was safe after the 2018 court date. At the time, an immigration judge found that Parlak's fears of being tortured upon a return to Turkey were founded However, the U.S. Board of Immigration Appeals is now appealing the 2018 decision because the court transcriber wrote that Parlack's responses were not understandable more than 400 times in the transcript. Parlack learned last week of the federal appeal, and his legal team is now planning to file a response. It's just one government branch. Put a hook on me, and they just won't let it go. Parlak was marked for deportation after 9-11 when security sweeps identified the former, his former political ties to Kurdish groups in Turkey as a problem. However, the government has since found he's had no connection to the Kurdish groups since the 90s. The new assistant city manager of St. Joseph is now about a week on the job and learning the ropes. Emily Hackworth was hired by commissioners this month out of 17 applicants for the post. She comes to St. Joe from New York City, where she worked for the mayor's office and other areas of municipal government. She most recently worked for about three years in the nonprofit arena, which brought her to St. Joe when the pandemic struck. And it was through that opportunity that my husband and I were able to relocate to St. Joe at the start of COVID. My husband grew up here, so we came for what we thought would be a temporary stay, and we just loved it. Hackworth is originally from Indiana and tells us she's not really so far from home. Her initial focus as city Man- assistant city manager of St. Joseph is to work on downtown issues. Hackworth says she's diving in.
0: We actually just literally
1: about an hour or two ago got an RFP posted for wayfinding and signage for the downtown area, which I know has been something we've been wanting to do for a while. And there's lots of other items like that that have sort of been discussed and we need to just push to get some traction on. Hackworth says implementing the Downtown Development Authority's vision plan for the area is a major task as she settles in. She was introduced to the public at the City Commission meeting on Monday. A new website launched by the Berrien County Register of Deeds office enables anyone to search property records in depth. Register of Deeds Laura Freeling tells us her office gets all kinds of record requests on a regular basis. They're usually looking for either history on their land, their house. Lots of times people come in looking for that information. We only have the land information, but we can definitely go back to back into the years. Our records go back to the 1830s. People use it to research easements. People are researching to make sure that chain of title is clear. All types of those things. The new website features a search engine in which anyone can enter a name or address and find property records. Some of the information is redacted for privacy reasons. Freeling says the new service simplifies looking for records. Some of the features include quick search, advanced search, and full-text search to examine every typed word of every document. There's also live chat available. Freeling notes the information goes back to the 1830s. If you want to know who owned a parcel back then, you can look it up now. We have a link to the search engine at our website. A new Buffalo Church is offering a Thanksgiving meal to the entire community tomorrow. Lighthouse Village Church of God on US 12 will welcome anyone in need of a good meal. Doors open at noon and there will be a prayer at 2 p.m. The Thanksgiving meal will follow and doors will close around 7 or 8 p.m. tomorrow. The meal will include turkey, ham, sides, and dessert. The church tells us the meal will be free for those who can't pay, although donations will be accepted at the door. Lighthouse Village Church has been offering Thanksgiving meals for a few years now, and organizers say the turnout's always strong. They tell us holding the meal is a way to serve the community and, quote, live out our faith. After the madness of Black Friday, shoppers are invited to Southwest Michigan downtowns on Saturday for Small Business Saturday. In Stevensville, a group of 10 businesses is formed for a coupon package offering $250 worth of services for $200. $200. Water market, brewing companies. Chris Mason tells us they started Stevensville Staycation in 2020, and now it's back. It was awesome to see the support from the local community kind of get behind small businesses, because I think it's really easy to just be like, hey, I'm going to get my nephew or whomever a $25 Amazon gift card. But at the end of the day, where you spend your dollar truly matters, and keeping it in the community is very impactful. Mason says downtown Stevensville has a lot to offer. These are businesses that are relatively new that opened up during the pandemic, and they're businesses that have been around 100 years like Tosi's. Among the included businesses in the DL or Watermark, Dog Slinger, the Grand Mere Inn, Red Coach Donuts, and Tosies, among others. You can make a package purchase online. Anyone can head over to Stevensville this small business Saturday to stop at shops and restaurants. We have a link to more information at our website. And a local healthcare worker and mother of four boys, Jennifer Stormont, had plans to attend nursing school at Southwestern Michigan College this fall but her life was turned upside down by a breast cancer diagnosis over the summer. Now Stormont's mother, Bonnie Gonzalez, is trying to raise money to ease the financial burden caused by both the medical bills and the loss of income placed on her daughter as she fights on the path to recovery. She'll host a benefit for her daughter December 1st at the Donk in Benton Harbor. Gonzalez says it would mean the world for people to come out. It would take so much pressure off financially being able to at least have some form of more money coming in to be able to take care of that, plus just support from the community. Their words of encouragement just to show that they're not alone and that there are people out there that do care about others that are going through situations like this. For those unable to attend, a GoFundMe has been set up. You can find a link to that and also read more about Jennifer's story at our website. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture in Dwozhak, where furniture shopping is fun. The 22-year-old suspected gunman in last weekend's mass shooting at a Colorado LGBTQ nightclub has made a first appearance in court. Anderson Aldrich's attorneys say that he's a non binary and goes by they and them rather than he and him. Aldrich was released from the hospital Tuesday after being beat up by club customers during the shooting. Morph maybe sees Alex Stone.
0: Appearing via video hookup from jail, Anderson Aldrich looked badly beat up. Red bruises on their face, not moving, their head leaning on the right shoulder the entire hearing. Appearing asleep, they mumbled their name when asked by the judge. D.A. Michael Allen says formal charges will be coming soon. So
1: formal charges will happen at the next court date. The charges that have been reported in the media are the arrest charges only.
0: For now, Aldrich is held on suspicion of murder and hate crimes. Alex Stone, EBC News.
1: A witness to the shooting at the Colorado Springs nightclub says the suspect showed no hesitation when he entered Club Q and opened fire. The witness said the shooter was wearing body armor and moved in a crouch through the club with a rifle at eye level, appearing, firing at people, gathered at the bar, and then spraying a dance floor with bullets. Police say five people were killed and 17 injured by gunfire in the weekend rampage at Club Q, a well-known gathering place for the LGBTQ community in Colorado Springs. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention has just published data examining trends in abortion rates around the country in the past 10 years. More maybe ABC's Elizabeth Shulsey. A
0: new CDC report could shed some light on who will be most impacted by the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. The data shows women in their 20s accounted for more than half of abortions two years ago, while black women were more likely to seek an abortion than white or Hispanic women. The CDC says 93% of abortions occurred in the first trimester. More broadly, abortion rates decreased between 2011 and 2020 with teens leading the decline. Elizabeth Schulze, ABC News, Washington.
1: Meanwhile, the Georgia Supreme Court has reinstated the state's ban on abortions after roughly six weeks of pregnancy. The high court in the state today put a lower court ruling overturning the ban on hold while it considers an appeal. Fulton County Superior Court Judge Robert McBurney had ruled November 15th the state's abortion ban was invalid because when it was signed into law in 2019, a U.S. Supreme Court president under Roe v. Wade and another ruling had allowed abortion well past six weeks. The decision immediately prohibited enforcement of the abortion ban statewide. Doctors had resumed providing abortions past six weeks. More U.S. military aid is heading back to Ukraine's ongoing fight against Russia. The announcement comes the same day that Russia launched a widespread airstrike in Ukraine, targeting civilian infrastructure once again. Morph maybe sees Justin Finch.
0: The U.S.'s $400 million military aid package includes munitions for surface-to-air and artillery rocket systems, as well as light tactical vehicles and generators. The Defense Department says air defense capabilities for Ukraine remain an urgent priority as Russia increasingly targets ukraine's energy and water facilities aiming to gut civilian infrastructure in these colder months this latest weapons drawdown brings the u.s commitment to ukraine's defense to more than 19 billion dollars since the start of the biden administration justin finch abc news washington
1: police and witnesses say a walmart manager opened fire on fellow employees in the break room of a virginia store killing six people it was the country's second high-profile mass shooting in four days Police in Chesapeake say the gunman, who apparently shot himself, was dead when they found him. There was no clear motive for the shooting, which also injured at least six people, including one critically. The store was busy just before the attack. Tuesday night, as shoppers stocked up ahead of Thanksgiving. An employee, Brianna Tyler, said the stocking team gathered in the break room when her manager turned around and opened fire on the staff. Walmart identified the gunman as Andre Bing, an overnight team leader who had been with the company since 2010. President Biden says he and the First Lady are grieving for the loved ones of the Chesapeake, Virginia community after the mass shooting there last night. More from Justin Finch.
0: The president calling the Chesapeake, Virginia Walmart shooting that left at least seven dead, including the suspect, yet another horrific and senseless act of violence. And noting more families will now have empty seats at their Thanksgiving tables as a result the president saying he and first lady jill biden are grieving for those chesapeake victims and their families and for the commonwealth of virginia which saw another deadly mass shooting at the university of virginia earlier this month justin finch abc news washington
1: two blasts have gone off near bus stops in jerusalem at the height of rush hour killing a canadian israeli teenager and injuring at least 18 in what israeli police say were attacks by palestinians the first blast today went off near a bus stop that's usually crowded with commuters on the edge of the city. The second went off about a half hour later at remote, a settlement in the city's north. The victim was identified as a high school-aged Jewish seminary student. The violence came as Israeli-Palestinian tensions are high amid Israeli raids in the occupied West Bank. There's been an uptick in recent weeks in attacks by Palestinians. And there's plenty of new stuff to watch. This Thanksgiving holiday weekend More from ABC's Jason Nathanson Steven Spielberg's Semi-autobiographical
0: film The Fablemans Opens wide today Movies are dreams That you
1: never forget
0: There's some Oscar buzz For the coming-of-age story About a boy's love for movies the animated Disney movie Strange World could have the biggest box office debut this weekend. The Knives Out sequel Glass Onion is in theaters before heading to streaming on Netflix next month. And the award-winning Mars Rover documentary Goodnight Oppie starts streaming today on Prime Video. Let's hit the road, pedal to the metal, and go see
1: Mars. Jason Nathanson, ABC News, Hollywood. WSJM News Now continues with your weather forecast.